villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. Greetings, listeners. You're back where it's at for the beginning of the winning talk show that pops to the top and refuses to stop, bringing you the best of trending news, noted interviews, and much, much more. You're inside talking with T. And this is Tanisha Baker taking a few moments from my fall break to happily host this October 10th edition of the show designed with you in mind. If today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Ben Vereen, singer Maya, and actor Mario Lopez. On this date in history, African-American inventor Isaac R. Johnson patents the bicycle frame in 1869. And also on this date in 1901, Frederick Douglass Patterson, veterinarian and founder of the United Negro College Fund, was born in Washington, D.C. In 1987, President Ronald Reagan awarded Dr. Patterson the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor. Ironically, today is both Columbus Day and Native American Day. For decades, American history books and classrooms have taught us that Christopher Columbus discovered America. Be it known, by the time the first explorers and settlers arrived from Europe, Native Americans had populated the entire North American continent. So, as we celebrate Columbus Day, to honor the day that Columbus arrived in America, we also celebrate Native Americans while honoring them as the first true Americans. As we continue to acknowledge October as Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I want to give a big air hug to all those that have been diagnosed with this dreadful disease. I celebrate survivors and honor the memory of those that did not defeat this horrific cancer. Next week, I will post a tribute to those affected by breast cancer, and I'm going to need your help. Please send me a tribute via Facebook, Twitter, or email. You may also have a voice-recorded tribute by calling area code 865-409-1170. We are also acknowledging domestic violence awareness this month. So I'm going to start by sharing some statistics. On average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. During one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men. One in three women and one in four men have been victims of some form of physical violence by an intimate partner within their lifetime. One in five women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. And one in seven and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to the point in which they felt very fearful or believed they or someone close to them would be harmed or killed. On a typical day, there are more than 20,000 phone calls placed to domestic violence hotlines nationwide. The presence of a gun in a domestic violence situation increases the risk of homicide by 500%. Intimate partner violence accounts for 15% of all violent crime. Women between the ages of 18 and 24 are most commonly abused by an intimate partner. 19% of domestic violence involves a weapon. Domestic victimization is correlated with a higher rate of depression and suicidal behavior. Only 34% of people who are injured by intimate partners receive medical care for their injuries. In spanning the years of 2013 through 2015, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation said domestic violence resulted in 276 murders. If you have a story to share, 
I would love to hear from you about this issue as well. Survivors spread inspiration. You let others know that there can be a light at the end of a very dark tunnel. The theme for this month is Face Your Fears. Today I'm going to share some of the most common human fears. Fear of heights, fear of public speaking, fear of flying, fear of the dark, fear of intimacy, fear of death, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of spiders, and fear of failure. What are some things that make you anxious and afraid? And how do you move past your fears? Share your fears and how you conquer them with me on social media or calling in the talk line. Face your fears in October and let us know how you did it. Let's listen to a few Monday Minute Quick Bits. A Blunt County, Tennessee deputy was fired after traveling from Maryville, Tennessee to Asheville, North Carolina with the intention of having sex with the minor. Two women, reportedly mother and daughter, were charged with using Snapchat to lure victims from North Knoxville to a home where four black male suspects came out with firearms and they proceeded to beat and rob the two male victims. The two victims were then placed in the trunk of one of their cars and the victims finally escaped using the emergency latch inside the trunk. Deadly Hurricane Matthew spread havoc from the Caribbean to the Carolinas. 1,000 people in North Carolina have been rescued, 3,000 people are still living in shelters, and about 700,000 people are still without electricity. Hurricane Matthew has killed at least 17 people in four states, seven in North Carolina, four in Florida, three in Georgia, and three in South Carolina. This is on top of the hundreds that were killed in Haiti. Another train incident occurred in Long Island when a train derailed injuring 33 people and services have now been suspended. The final quick bit is about a Palm Springs shooting where a suspect killed two officers responding to a domestic violence call. Today's happy highlight is that the Superior Court bench elects the first female African-American presiding judge. Congratulations to Judge Terry L. Jackson. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With T. I know you're riding with me 
<laughs> yes, second verse, check it out. Uh. Uh, and the jets are private yep. Got a little money now, lands in islands And I'm the king, baby girl, I take you there and make it feel like a dream yeah. uh-huh. And I'm for real, she make me feel so good Yeah, my girl, that deal Let's go. And we off the chain, she let her spend that bread Cause my money insane And she loves the beat, she like the way the waves look In the water on the feet <laughs> We be kissing too, late night hot tub Yeah, we do what we do You see it? And I'm so grown, I don't play no game, turn house to a home. Yep. And she love my kids, King uh-huh. James, I'm the man, cause look Baby, what I did. I Well, it's that time again where we bring you our review of Trending News, and I'm bringing on the know-it-all Professor Jay, who will today lead us through the antics and happenings in the political arena. So, Jay, how are you? I'm wonderfully well. How are you? I am doing great. So, a lot's been going on in politics, and I think we'll just stick with that for our Trending News and Review today. And I know that you, like I, went through the uh, turbulence, maybe for lack of better words, of the last debate which occurred last evening. But, Jay, why don't you just go ahead, jump right in, and let us know what we need to know about everything going on in politics right now. Well, of course, uh, the two vice presidential candidates last Tuesday squared off in their first and only debate uh Mike Pence and Tim Kaine. But, of course, there were a lot more fireworks with the second presidential debate between Donald Trump and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. And much like I said last week with the previous presidential debate, debate rather, I felt like I was watching an elementary school checking match where there was, you know, no clear winner or no well actually let me take that back where donald trump had a lack of answers for any questions uh that were posed to him of course there was much talk about his recent remarks that he made uh back in i believe 2005 where he is caught on video talking about how he grabbed women in a most okay Okay, I was going to say you didn't have to go into details. I think that that has gone viral all over the news, and let's just suffice it to say it was very sexist, very demeaning, degrading, and obviously unfiltered, as he talked about, uh, yes. Of course, and he brushed it off several times in last night's debate as locker room banter. And, of course, needless to say, uh, he's lost, I'm certain, several, if not hundreds of thousands of women voters with his remarks and even more voters with his merely dismissing this as locker room banter. And, of course, as I said, there were no clear answers that he gave to any of the questions uh, that he was asked uh, on the debate last night. And... It seemed again to me that Secretary of State Clinton was a lot more prepared 
than her opponent, as she has shown herself to be in previous debates. So uh, I'm intrigued to see how this election is going to play out. Yes, I am as well. And, I mean, he came throwing his normal jabs, but at this point they're a bit redundant. And so a lot of our opinions rest in, you know, this back and forth as far as who's flawed the most versus who's the best candidate for our upcoming um, election and to be president of the United States. And so, you know, some of the things, in my opinion, that Donald Trump has done prior to this recent release should have pretty much made him an unlikely candidate or one that was not favorable. You know, I don't know why this was the straw that broke the camel's back when he has said some things, in my opinion, maybe even worse than this. But, you know, regardless, he is really receiving uh, some backlash this time for what he's done. And I've actually posted a list because there have been several Republicans that have revoked their endorsement of him. And so we're going to see how that kind of snowballs or if it's just going to steady out based on the results of tonight's debate. So I'm going to back it up a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention that even uh, our governor here in Tennessee, Bill Haslam, uh, has pretty much withdrawn his support as a Republican for Donald Trump. And he's said that he would be willing to even go as far as to put in a write-in for a, a, a different Republican candidate, which I thought was very striking. And uh, mm. that, Now, that, you know, write-ins scare me a little bit. Um, a lot of times write-ins will pull the votes away from somebody who needs them and unfortunately gives power to the person that they're trying to pull away from. So sometimes, right. you know, by not voting for the, you know, they're the two primary runners. And so when you write in someone else or you pull your vote from either of them, you're actually probably giving power to the opponent. So I'm a little fearful of write-ins. But uh, since last Monday's show, as you mentioned on that Tuesday, there was a vice presidential debate. And uh, and so I just uh, would like to know your thoughts about the vice presidential debate. Well, I think that it was, again, very interesting because uh, it was the first and the only vice presidential debate that's going to happen in this particular election season. And um, many people have said that Mike Pence was the clear winner. And uh, according to what we've seen from CNN, 48% said that uh, Mike Pence was the more successful candidate of the two. Uh, with a 42% who said that Tim Kaine was the winner. So, hmm. um, again, it's, it's most intriguing. Well, it says, according to CNN also, that uh, Tim Kaine spent a lot of the debate throwing Donald Trump's own words at uh, Mike Pence. So, as if here again, Donald Trump's words are coming coming back to haunt him. Right. Um, and, and, and being one used thing- to disadvantage. Yeah, and one thing he mentioned in last night's debate was their only words. And that kind of rung in my head a little bit because I know how powerful words are. And if those are only words, then what about the other words that he's saying? And then I want to go back to his repeated um, description of what he said as locker room banter. And, you know, I have a 
So I don't want him or any other young man to think that as long as those words are used among friends or in a, quote, locker room or secluded space, that those thoughts are okay, that those comments are okay, and they're not. You know, it's kind of, to me, as a woman with a son, I think he was still very dismissive and did not take full ownership. You know, I mean, I feel like he still kind of brushed it off. But obviously there are some strong, diehard Trump supporters, and like you said, we're going to have to see how it all plays out. So there's one more debate that we can listen to. I think it's next, what, it's October 19th. So, And I, like many people, am hoping that we're being punked with this whole uh, election (laughs) thing. And I'm, 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 I'm thinking that maybe... After the October 19th debate that, that perhaps, you know, with Halloween coming up, the masks will come off and the people will be like, hey, I'm your real candidate. You know, we were just playing this whole time. That's funny. I'm trying to wrap my mind around just being an actual election and that these two people are the candidates from whom we have to choose. Now, granted, I will say that Secretary Hillary Clinton uh is probably, given what we have to work with, the better of the two candidates. And uh, Donald Trump keeps throwing up her whole email indiscretions in our faces. But it seems like to me, as my grandmother would say, that he has at least a lot more that's been done in the dark that's come to light you know, that's not working in his favor as a candidate. And, again, I feel like I'm being punked. So I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> to see, you know, where he says, hey, y'all, I was merely playing all of these months. Hillary, you can go on and have it. Right, right. So i tell you what, I would love to see what or hear what our listeners think about this. So if you want to post something on social media, you can go to our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram accounts. Or if you want to call in, that's area code 865-409-1170, and let us know what you think about the 2016 presidential election. Now, one of the members of our trio uh, could not be with us today, and so we're going to give P.R. Pam a break uh, and lead, let her do some investigating for next week. But I do want to share one crazy chronicle before we end our time, and that is... And that is a story about Jared Cook, who's a tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Now, he went to Buffalo Wild Wings this past Tuesday for some lemon pepper wings. And there was a chicken head in his order. And you can check out the photo on my website. But me personally, I haven't really been able to eat wings since. It's just gross. It's nasty. Can you imagine taking home an order of wings, you sitting down, getting ready to watch the debate, because that was also going on on Tuesday. And it's a whole chicken head, eyes and all, in your order. And see, and I like lemon pepper wings. Mm. There's a Buffalo Wild Wings across the street from my house, so, mm, yeah. Well, maybe you can go over there and inspect some of the happenings going on in the kitchen and see who they're hiring back there and make sure they know the difference between a wing and a chicken head. I'm not sure, but... That was totally disgusting to me and has turned me off just for a while from eating chicken wings. And I'm sure when I do, I will be thoroughly investigating what's in my package. Or you can just be safe and make your own. Well, that's true, too. But that would involve 
I am thoroughly opposed to that. So that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what you have to share next week. And I can't either, and I'm sure P.I. Pam can't wait to tell it, and you know I'm going to say it. Yeah, all right now. I now have a PSA for the Knoxville, Tennessee listeners. Come out to the third ever East Knoxville community-wide cleanup being held on Saturday, October 22nd from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Harvest Center Plaza, 2410 Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, you can pick up picker-uppers, vests, trash bags, and other materials from us to go into your neighborhood and clean up. And then meet back for lunch and fellowship. Hope to see you there. For more announcements and events related to Knoxville, check out www.thevillageofknox.com, the place for positive community outreach. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number once again is area code 865-409-1170. Once you call, you'll receive instructions on how to proceed. Also make note that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. And I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. As we strive to take Talking With T to the next level, your feedback is important. Please, please, please take just a moment and write a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or however you tune into the show. Your reviews will help boost our popularity and help us to bring you more of what you love in the show design with you in mind. Talking with T is also currently looking for sponsors, so if you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking with T, we would love to help you promote your business. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's impossible to highlight all that goes on in the news, but there are daily posts on all of our social media outlets to keep you informed. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. But new shows drop each Monday. And don't forget to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Only as high as I reach can I grow. Only as far as I seek can I go. Only as deep as I look can I see. Only as much as I dream can I be. Karen Rong. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.